Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. It's Wednesday the 11th of March coming up. A man's been arrested after a woman was stabbed at a nail bar. There are fears for the tourism industry during the coronavirus outbreak. We are an industry of tiny, not even small businesses, but micro businesses. And for some of them, uh, managing the cash flow could be quite challenging. And more tributes have been paid to a headteacher following his sudden death. He was lovely, kind, caring, um, supportive to all the parents. He loved the children. Kent Online News. A man's been arrested on suspicion of attempted murder after a woman was stabbed at a nail bar in Tunbridge. Police were called to the high street just after nine this morning. Now we're told the victim is in hospital with serious injuries and is currently in a stable condition. It's understood the man and woman know each other. Now the Bank of England has announced today a surprise cut in interest rates to support the economy during the coronavirus outbreak. The base rate is coming down to 0.25%. That's the same rate record low reached after the EU referendum. So what does it mean for you? Well, some mortgage repayments will fall, but there'll be poor returns on your savings. Meantime, senior government ministers might have to be tested for COVID-19 and there are questions about whether Parliament should close for a deep clean. It's all because Health Minister Nadine Doris has caught it. She's now in self-isolation. There are concerns the spread of the illness could have a major impact on the travel and tourism industry over the next few months. Deidre Wells is the chief exec of Visit Kent. I think my biggest fear is panic. Um, uh, you know, if we're in a situation where um, the the guidance, you know, is that we have to go into lockdown, as our poor colleagues in, in Italy have had, you know, we will just have to address that. And the really important thing is to support businesses to come back afterwards. Um, you know, I, yeah, my, my fear is that people start to do that too early. And also, I think we have to be mindful that we are an industry of tiny, not even small, small businesses but micro businesses and for some of them uh, managing the cash flow over the next few few weeks and months particularly as we head into an Easter um, period which traditionally has been the kickoff of, of the season could be quite challenging. I know one thing about our industry we have a huge ability to bounce back we did it for SARS we did it for foot and mouth so once we're through it we'll be back and be able to um, to welcome the visitor and, and you know deliver some fantastic product but it's helping people get through that that period that is the thing that's worrying me over the last couple of weeks have we actually seen physical evidence of, of people not you know wanting to come into the tourism sector as much I mean was February for instance a, a, a harder month actually January and February have been quite strong I think the only thing that we are seeing at the moment is that some of our international bookings are down so um, uh, for example France has um, banned all outbound school visits a lot of our attractions in in, in Kent are quite dependent on um, uh, international students so um, they've been a bit affected so bookings for March um, looking a bit difficult particularly from Italy and France and also obviously from China um, domestic seems to be holding up at the moment um, and it is 80% of the business but um, you know we're monitoring this literally weekly which is and, and again feeding that into government. As you know thousands of flights to and from Italy have been cancelled because the whole country is on lockdown it's thought many people are putting off booking holidays abroad as well Fiona McRae from Travel Insurance explained which is based in Kings Hill has some advice for you. Buy your travel insurance policy as soon as you book your holiday and look for a policy that offers you cancellation cover for any cause beyond your reasonable control 
or words to that effect. The only thing to bear in mind is that if you're buying a holiday now for Italy, say later in the year, and then you want to cancel the holiday because of coronavirus, that wouldn't be covered by any travel insurance policy because that's what's known as a known event because we've already had the shutdown in Italy. So that wouldn't be covered, so keep that in mind. If you are booking a holiday and are worried about travelling, our advice would be to follow the FCO advice and don't travel if advised not to. If you've got underlying health conditions, have a chat to your treating doctor or your GP, discuss your travel plans with them and see if they're in agreement. Kent County councillors have been told the authority is preparing for hundreds of staff to work from home as part of contingency measures to deal with the coronavirus outbreak. Council bosses say they'll be using plans which had been put in place for a possible no-deal Brexit. Additional laptops have been ordered to help more employees avoid the need to go into their office. Kent Online reports. Well, the coronavirus has also dominated the new Chancellor's budget today. Rishi Sunak has only been in the job for 27 days. He's announced a £30 billion package to help the economy cope with the outbreak and an emergency response fund of £5 billion for the health services fight against COVID-19. Smaller businesses, meantime, will be given a business rate holiday as well as a government refund for the first two weeks of statutory sick pay. The announcement has been welcomed by John Ford, who runs A Ford Awards in Maidstone. I think it will help. Um, obviously, the smaller the smaller shops, from what I understand today, there's a few, a lot smaller trophy shops that are in sort of built-up areas which are not getting the same footfall. Um, so maybe those guys are going to be helped out. I don't think because our rates we're we're slightly bigger. Uh, I think our rates are over that threshold. I don't think it's necessarily going to affect us a great deal. I guess for us is we can sustain um, a period for maybe three to six months of reduced business maybe. But I do feel that, yeah, if it was any longer then we would struggle. But yeah, I think the small, it's great for smaller businesses, but I don't see really how it's going to affect us uh, because business rates, if if you're over a certain size, it's not going to help you at all. I guess it all depends on the market that you're in. So uh, if you're in a market that is uh, dealing with people in close proximity, like hospitality and those type of things, then I guess you're going to be massively affected uh, and there's going to be limited things that you can do, really. Uh, we're sort of in that game a little bit because we're supplying to events. Uh, so, yeah, I feel that our sales will get hit um, and we've also been hit for the last couple of months on supply issues from China. So quite a lot of our items come from China. Um, also, quite a lot come from Italy, unfortunately. Um, however, um, yeah, we've we had stock in before all of this kicked off. So we're fairly well equipped for the next three months, I guess. Uh, the issue that I see, like I said earlier, is that the events industry, what's going to happen? Are they going to start stopping events uh, and gatherings? Presentations uh, could be included in that, which would then mean that people won't need their awards. So, yeah, there's just it's just really the uncertainty um, of what the government plan is uh, that is probably concerning me most. Uh, it's just not knowing uh, because there is really very little that we can do. Um, to be able to do anything with this and I guess that's the same with everybody in every walk of life right now there's not really a lot people can do more reaction to the budget and of course you can keep up to date with the coronavirus developments at kentonline.co.uk Kent Online reports 
A man in his 30s is in a London hospital with serious injuries after a crash which closed part of the M20 for around 14 hours. The van driver had to be cut free by firefighters following the collision, which also involved two lorries and a car. It happened on the coastbound stretch between Maidstone Services and Ashford last night. A second person was also hurt, but not seriously. More tributes have been pouring in for a Maidstone headteacher who died suddenly at the age of just 45. Yesterday, we told you how Darren Webb suffered a fatal heart attack, leaving teachers, parents and children in shock. He was the executive head of the Coppice Primary Partnership, which runs Coxheath, Lewes and St Catherine's Primaries. Rebecca's been chatting to mums and dads outside the school gates. He was lovely, kind, caring, um, supportive to all the parents. Um, he loved the children. He was sort of a, a head teacher that really cared about his pupils. It wasn't about figures or, you know, test results, things like that. It was purely his love for all of the children. Um, he was lovely. And are there any sort of um, specific things he did or certain events you remember him at that kind of stood um, out to you? Yeah, um, every sports day he always used to be the one that the children have to chuck the sponge at. Um, that was always funny. Um, he basically turned the school around. Um, it went through quite a bad sort of spell and he come in, sorted it out in no time. And how has the news affected you and affected other parents? Really sad, really, really sad. Shocked, to be honest with you, because he was such a lovely man. You don't expect them, you know, that young, do you? He's a fantastic person. And I think uh, the personal experience was uh, once we went to request a holiday for my daughter. And uh, rather than saying no, and uh, my, my, my daughter was a good student at school in terms of attendance. So we asked for the holiday for the exceptional reasons. And uh, he politely said, uh, I, officially I won't approve it, but I won't even deny it because you have a, because you have a kid, kid and she comes to school regularly. So he's a very kind person and a good leader. And sort of had, that sounds like he had quite a lot of common sense as well, sort of yeah, quite exactly. down to earth. Exactly. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And how has the, the news of, of him passing away so suddenly oh, it affected was you? It was shocking. Um, yesterday, uh, myself and my wife were watching the TV and uh, um, we heard uh, the news. And I said, wow, I can't believe it. He's a quite young guy. I mean, normally, young or old, but quite young guy and the leader. It's a good school has a lot of improvement uh, progressed after he become a head mm-hmm. teacher. And uh, we were very happy to be a part of my kids on the school and the leader you have. But suddenly we're missing him. Bereavement support is being offered to staff and pupils. At kentonline.co.uk, you can see what new luxury apartments planned for Folkestone could eventually look like. Architects have come up with the designs for the area around the neglected Lees Pavilion. The proposal would include £4 million being spent on preserving and restoring the historic site, which is Grade 2 listed. Football and Gillingham are through to the semi-finals of the Kent Senior Cup. They beat Dover Athletic 5-1 at the Crabble last night. The Jills will play Whitstable Town in the last four. That's it for now, but for more news throughout the day and overnight, just head to kentonline.co.uk. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.